0: Flying is uh, something that we sort of take for granted you know, in this country, that we're able to fly in and out with a Canadian passport to uh, virtually any different uh, global destination that you uh, that you could dream of, any vacation, a million vacations, as uh, our old friend uh, Kim Mitchell would uh, talk about. But uh, a, about a year ago, I think, uh, maybe we can... Uh, I'll ask Angie, who's on the line, uh, in just a minute about exactly how long uh, these uh, kids have been waiting for this. But I think it was about a year ago that I actually first spoke to uh, uh, one of the fathers of what has now been called the no-fly kids or the no-fly list kids uh, about the the fact that his son shared the name with someone who was on a no-fly list because of sort of suspected terrorist activities. Now, his son... Is only a child and obviously not the man who is supposed to be on the no-fly list. And since then, uh, you know, the uh, parents of these kids have bound together and it turns out that there's over 55 families who are affected and they uh, got their kids stuck on no-fly lists and having trouble getting onto planes with their families, trying to go on vacation, trying to visit family, trying to go wherever it is that they're trying to get to, and not being able to enjoy the same freedom that you or I have, not because of something that they did or some association or affiliation they have, but just because they have the same name as someone who may not be such a good person. Now, since then, I think that Minister Goodales uh, paid some lip service to these families, and from from there on in, I haven't heard any details on this, but Angie Seth, Global's Weekend News anchor, has a bit of an update on this for us. And I appreciate you joining us, Angie. What's going on with these kids?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, just as you said, I mean, it's been ongoing for quite some time. We heard about uh, this little boy a year ago, and that was based on the father tweeting out a picture indicating the problems that they had. At, um, at security when they were going to, or not even at security, when they were just trying to get their boarding pass. Well, interestingly enough, in speaking with parents of this child, and we spoke with another parent, um, this little boy, Adam, the first time he was flagged, he was six weeks old. Six weeks. <laughs> and he was flagged as a, a potential security risk on a watch list um, that was put together as a passenger protect program uh, by Transport Canada. A
0: six-week-old six <laughs> as a possible security threat.
1: Exactly. You'd you think common
0: sense would step in at some point.
1: You, you would think so, but, you know, no, they needed to be put aside and they needed to be questioned and whatnot. Another family that we spoke to, um, their son's uh, Michael, he's 16 years old. First time he was flagged, he was four. They were put, um, taken by the RCMP. Um, there were Air Force marshals that were there. Um, they were put in a room for two hours with the two-way, you know, you know how he's got that two-way window there where you're kind of sitting there and you're like, mm-hmm. someone watching me? They were there for two hours, told nothing. And then they said, okay, you can leave. They're like, what's going on? A regular occurrence. This kid's 16. He's turning 18, and obviously in two years. He's concerned that when he turns to, uh, becomes an adult, it's going to be a whole different situation. So basically, I mean, obviously, these children have not done anything wrong. They are not, you know, they are not a threat to you know, any airline, et cetera. Someone is, and their names match. So they have met with the public safety minister, um, Ralph Goodell. A few times. And the minister has said, you know, we're going to, you know, the system is flawed. We need to fix it. We're going to fix it. So they did approve in November to implement a redress system similar to the, what we have in the U.S. What is uh, implemented in the U.S.
0: So how and, does that work? It sort of so the, it would compare the number on the passport to the to, well, to the name or...
1: No, well, what, well, no. What we all end up happening is you'll get assigned a private file number, okay. and that private file number will clearly identify you as, you know, as me, as Angie Seth, as Angie Seth who works for Global News, et cetera, not the Angie Seth who may have some kind of criminal activity. So you would
0: still head. have to have the initial incident and apply for this before getting that yeah, uh, I mean, uh, recognition exactly. number.
1: Exactly, and a lot of these families who are already already in this predicament. Now we we'll go through that system of applying for it, going through the whole process and getting this number, so that the next time they fly, um, they would be able to say, okay, it, you know, the flag will go up. Here's the number. They would check it. You're good to go. The problem in Canada, and I mean, sorry, then that's how it works in the U.S. and it's right across the board. The problem in Canada is it's the airlines that are flagging these situations, these names. It's not an entire under an entire system. So Air Canada can flag you you can get an airplane number through air Canada and then they can say, okay, we've cleared you. We know who you are. But if I fly WestJet with my kid and my kid's name is uh, matches a name that's on this watch list, um, WestJet's not going to recognize that you got to go through the process all over again. So with these families, no matter what they end up doing, whether they're flying within Canada, or they're flying outside of the country, they're being stopped. They're being detained for a period of time. They need to go through the whole checking process. And Not only is it an inconvenience, uh, it's a level of disrespect, but they feel it's also trumping on their constitutional rights and the rights of their children. So right now, the process is, is okay, we're going to get this redress um, system put in place in Canada. It's going to require a whole overhaul of the system, retraining, probably hiring of new uh, new individuals as well who are trained in this. But the question is, is, where's the money? And the families has got the understanding that, well, there's budget for it, so we're just going to move on. Uh, the minister's told them we're probably looking somewhere between mid-2018, but there's another little wrench in this issue. Is there money within the budget, which is being tabled in the spring, available? Well, we don't know. And the families are concerned. If there's not money that's, that's available, then what happens then? They've actually written a letter to um, the finance minister urging him asking him please can you make sure that this is in the budget so that we can have this system implemented and this is kind of where we're at right now we don't know we're actually going to be talking to the public safety minister uh, later on today at four o'clock and we're going to have a sort of a full update full package uh tonight on global news at 5:30 with his comments uh, about that in terms of we let's see if we can get confirmation is the money in the budget is it available are you still trying to finagle the numbers, so to speak, or what's happening with that. And the families really haven't gotten much of an answer. When they do ask, they're getting the usual quote, I cannot confirm nor deny. And that's kind of where they're left. So they're still in limbo. And they're still obviously a concern. But, uh, and, you know, 55 families, they believe there's a lot more out there.
0: There probably are who either don't know yet, or they haven't bothered to speak up about it. Exactly. And uh, I really appreciate you joining me here, Angie. I look forward to uh, watching that complete package on this at 530 on Global News uh, and uh, finding out what the minister has to say and whether it's going to be a, a promise of some sort of timeline on this or just more pushing the ball down the court. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time today, Angie. Look forward to watching that today on Global News. That's Angie Seth, who is Global News's weekend anchor.